Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Say goodbye to diluted creams and serums that are often made up of 70% water and 15% preservatives, leaving minimal space for the ingredients your skin craves. The scientists behind fiber skincare have spent 15 years perfecting nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. And just one year ago, they patented a way of wrapping these nanofibers around oil or liquid-based ingredients. The result was a formula that delivers five times more active ingredients compared to creams or serums with no need for fillers like water preservatives or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is a plant-based anti-wrinkle set of patches that you use over seven days, applying them just like your favorite serums. Your skin will feel tighter in 10 seconds, and over seven days, the program is clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by 19.4%. In fact, they have a tighter skin guarantee where if your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they will give you your money back, no questions asked. Go to FiberSkincare.com and use code UNFILTERED for 15% off. Hey guys, I am so excited about this podcast with Romeo. It may be Nat and I's favorite to date just because of the raw conversation, the authenticity, and the friendship we have and kind of more details into back behind the scenes of tour and what it was like meeting the dancers for the first time. Honestly, listen to it. Um, Hope you love it as much as we love doing it. And we definitely have to do it again with Romeo because it was a good time. Check it out. Let us know. Do you believe that you're born with a positive attitude or you have to learn a positive attitude? Once you reach like the bottom of the bottom, 
there's only one way to go. It's up. So you can either like have a self-pity party for yourself or you can just embrace it. And like where I'm at today is, is definitely because of my positive attitude. Welcome to the new series, Cocktails and Conversation with Kat and Nat. And we've decided to bring you all of these conversations with people that we like to have where there's a little bit of wisdom, always hilarity and hilaria. Yes, some famous, some just cool, some drink, some don't drink, but there's always a conversation. Cheers, join us. Yeah. <laughs> Romeo, guys, this is, a, this is a, a podcast that we've been looking forward to doing for a long time, and, and we finally found the time in, during COVID where we could sit down with Romeo and do a podcast and ask the kind of things that we always want to know because you know, backstage and touring with Romeo, we've really gotten to know him. And um, a lot of his um, the way that he looks at the world is unique and different. And we appreciate it a lot. And it's the underline is is positivity, positivity in a in a life in a world that has not always been positive to him. All right. So if you are just joining us for the first time in in uh, Cat in that history and you stumble upon this podcast, Romeo came into our lives three years ago Romeo Romeo were you were you yes, three. yes I was so that was our, sec our very second show because our first show we were in San Antonio Texas but mm -hmm. we finally found you guys uh, was Boston and how did you keep coming did you come to every single show except when we broke up and <laughs> Vegas the only one you didn't come to yes Vegas is the only one I didn't go to so, How yes. did you get put on our show, and did you know what you were coming into? Real quick, uh, my my response is: Do you want them short and sweet, or you want me to just flow? Flow, babe. Okay, so uh, basically, I was working for a company, as you guys know, and um, I was on the verge of doing my own thing. And so the boss from the company, I guess he didn't want me to compete against him. So he told me, listen, if you work with me, I'm going to make you a manager. So he fed me this dream. He said, I have this new tour coming up and I want you to be the manager. So I was oh, like, all right, cool. So I thought, yeah, yeah, I thought it was going to be. Yeah, that's what he said. I got this new opportunity, this new tour coming up. And I'm thinking, oh, it's going to be like a traveling tour. It's going to be amazing. He's like, we're going to get a tour bus and everything. I was like, oh, wow. Oh. So I go. Yeah, I go and he's like, I need you and a few other guys. You remember the first show? We had six guys. Yeah. Right? So, so it was a lot of guys. So so that's how it started. And so that was the first show. We had to drive up to Boston and it was a great experience. I remember you guys had like a thousand people in the crowd. I was like, holy fuck. Two. Yeah, Two thousand, exactly. So I was like, wow, this is amazing. We, you guys probably paid him a lot, but he didn't pay us a lot. So I was like, yeah, it's okay. You know, and then as we kept going, I was like, all right, this is great. And so from there, um, since he, I was the so-called manager and like the seniority guy and the, one of the best looking guys, he kind of kept me going on the tour. So did you meet us? Do you remember meeting us backstage that first night? I remember it's like the same time all the time. It was just so much energy. Oh my God. How, how are you guys? Oh my God. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, did anyone know what they were, did like from our, cause we, our last podcast, we kind of dove into behind the scenes of uh -huh and your perspective and like you know 10 and all of these conversations that were happening backstage that no one knew about and the time that you know that company was like great like what we were going through and I would have to go back on stage and be like here we go like the politics yeah yeah uh -huh. but when you met us for the first time 
Were you like, what the fuck is this? Or did it, did he tell you anything? Did you understand what we did for, like, what did you guys think we were? I didn't know, to be honest, to be French, I didn't know shit. I was just like, okay, we're going. They were like, all right, they don't want you to do anything too raunchy. So I was like, oh, we're going to get paid for not doing anything raunchy. Just go on stage. But remember, I didn't know there was going to be so many people in the crowd. We usually dance for like 300, 400 girls. And when I saw all those people, it was like, oh, shit. <laughs> you know? it, was, it was so many people. And then it's like a... It's it's like a, a a one night stand. It's just like, hey, stage, gotta go now. So it's like everything has to be precise. So I didn't expect anything. It was fun, and then it just kept coming. They were like, all right, you know those girls? They want you for this tour and this tour. And I was like, oh shit, this is amazing. So did, did you uh, like you? How did you get into dancing and stripping? And I feel like you know, there's a dark side of stripping where a lot of people are exploited and they are. Um, a lot of like, there is some side that are sex trafficked. And then there's a side where like, was it a choice? Like, what would you say is you, there's such a negative connotation around it, but I feel like all of you who came into our lives were positive and it was a choice. Is that naive or is that true? That is true. I mean, um, it's just like anything in life. Um, there's a bad stigma around dancing, depending on what you see or what you experience. And I love speaking on this. That's why I'm glad you guys talked to me because I like to give strippers this good conversation because you guys know you can ask anybody. You'd be like, Romeo's the nicest guy. He's the most funniest guy you've ever met, right? Yeah, so, you're not into drugs and you're not like, you don't even drink very much. Yeah, you're, you too. you're a family guy. <laughs> exactly. So, when they say you're a stripper, like, ooh, he's an asshole. He's got muscles. He's a fucking douchebag. And I'm like, no, it's the total opposite. So how I got into it, I was in college, and I was long cash. I was playing for my basketball team, and uh, one of my friends, he was doing it. And he saw how down I was. He was like, oh, what's wrong with you? And I was like, listen, I'm going through some you know, uh, financial problems. I had, like, single mom, and she's telling me, oh, you need to uh, go and uh, make some money. And I'm like... This is, it goes deeper, just so you guys to know. Single mom, I'm the only one in my family in college, and I'm trying to you know finish college. That's most important to me. So now I have a friend tell me, "Oh, you should be, a, you should come strip." I'm like, I can't do that shit. He's like, "Bro, look at your body, look at your physique." I go downtown, meet up with Armand uh, for Hunger Mania, and it was just like so weird. So many like muscular guys. Like at that time, I was like maybe like Nova. Yeah. <laughs> I, right. I was I was little, had like a basketball physique, and then. You know, he goes and he lines us all up and he's like, all right, everybody, take your shirts off. And we're like, uh, okay, we take our shirts off. And he's looking at us and he's like, uh, uh, you got to, you got to work on something. You, you're good. And he starts like Xing people out. And I like finally uh, made the cut. And then from oh, there. You know, that's not normal, right? You know, that's not normal. But you that was part of the profession. I understand. But that's not. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's not normal. Exactly. So we, we had got hired that day and I didn't know what to expect. And uh, to, to dive in. Huh? Say it again. Sorry, I thought you said you got high that day. You were hired that day. Hired that day. Uh, no, we got, we got like, all you do is, I mean, you're obviously an outgoing guy and you're fun. And like I've seen, like I've seen all your basketball pictures. You see, it looks so innocent back then and uh, videos. But weren't you nervous to get on a stage and act like sexy in front of everybody? Wait, wait, let me tell you, there's yeah. more. So the, wait, the first. Sit down, Natalie. Sit down. Okay, so the first day when you get hired, we had a process where you're not even a dancer. There was like a, a, a few guys, like five guys that were able to dance on the stage. And these guys look phenomenal. So the rest of the guys, we were waiters. So we had to keep our tank tops on and we had to serve drinks to the girls. So we right. were just like watching and trying to get tips. So my first night, I made like 13 bucks. And I was like, fuck this shit. I can't do this. Like, what am I here to make 13 bucks? And everybody else is making money. And I'm like, how the fuck? And I'm so in, in awe. 
And then the next day, my friend was like, don't worry about it. It's going to get better. The next day, I made 100 bucks. I said, okay, this is for me. And every weekend, I kept doing it and in hopes, like, oh, I'm just going to do this until college is over. I'm just going to do this until I get a better job. And, and then it just, like, it started taking off. And I just, like, started practicing, getting better, and that's what happened. <laughs> do you have to show your penis every time, or is that a choice? I, I, I don't show my penis. That's the thing that people don't understand. I about didn't know I didn't. No, so, all right, male stripper, we have, like, this, it's like you show the, the shaft, like, the looking of it, like, the bulge, but you never really just show your bare penis. <laughs> so you wrap it up, like, in a bandana. Yes, that's what I do. Either you have, like, a, some people have, like, a banana hammock, some people have, like, a G-string, some, like, most of the white guys don't even, most of the white guys don't even um, wear anything. They just go, like, if they're on the beach. But in some of the like crowds that we dance for, some girls want to see a penis that looks erect or like big. So you have to wrap it up, but you never really just show it. It's just okay. like the the tease of it, like oh my god, wow! And you know, some girls will touch it in the bandana, but it will never be a bare penis. <laughs> okay. okay. What about girl strippers? Are they? Would you say same, or they have a totally different culture? It, it depends on the club. So some clubs are fully nude, right? And the girls don't wear anything, and some. Certain clubs, the girls have to um, just be topless. Like, they have to have underwear on. And you can't touch them in certain areas and yeah. things of that nature. So, Romeo, uh, a couple questions just from this information that you've given me so far. What were you in college for? I went to college for exercise science. I didn't really know what I wanted to do. It was, like, liberal arts, and then I got into working out. I said, I like working out. Let's try to, you know, make this a career. And did I you got graduate? Yes, I did. I have a bachelor's in exercise science. So that's what I did. And if you... If you do, if you stop dancing, I know right now, like you can't do do it. But yeah. do you miss it? Do you miss being on stage and entertaining like that? Yeah, fuck yeah, I, I do miss it because it's like the negative connotation people put on it. They have a dark side of it. But like, look, with you girls, I was able to travel the, the whole country, Europe, Canada, off of the talent that I did. That some people call like, oh, that's so negative. It's like, well, why am I traveling yeah. or why did I get to go on TV? There's obviously something special of it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I, I have a question for you. I was talking to my husband about you and okay. like a lot of people are, are, you know, like you must have really like, like understanding husbands. I'm like, in my opinion, there are friends who are like people, they're not like, they're not predators who are out trying to sleep with women because mm -hmm. dance for a living. Yeah. And I was saying to him, you know, do you, do you believe that you're born with a positive attitude or you have to learn a positive attitude because you've often alluded to not having the best grow growing up experience, but you still mm. have a major positive attitude. And I think every mom is like, how do you have that? How is your work ethic so strong? Like, what is that? Well, it, I, I don't want to go too deep, but to be honest, where I grew up from, I either there was like two choices for me. Either I was going to be in prison or on drugs or, or dead. So three choices, right? Because I have a single mother that I grew up with. I never met my father and uh, my mother was on drugs. So now I have that position. I'm in multiple homes and group homes and foster homes. It's like once you reach like the bottom of the bottom, there's only one way to go. It's up. So you can either like have a self-pity party for yourself or you can just embrace it. And like where I'm at today is, is definitely because of my positive attitude, because there are like if we talk about it, there are guys that have uh, better bodies than me. They look better. They probably have bigger penises. They have more opportunities. But because of my because of my attitude and my charisma, it leads me in places that people are like I want this guy around me. There's something that. 
always that way? Like if you were like, or were you like, like you must have had a, you must have had bumps. Like everyone's got bumps and bruises, but there's usually someone in your life who (laughs) you on the street, like who keeps you guided. Uh, I mean, I do have like a strong family, but like, it's been like, even before my family, you have like a lot of people in your life that have given me positive reinforcement. Like when I was in a group home, I had like good uh, staff that was there when I was living with certain family members, I had like always like a positive person that was there. Like I had positive teachers. So I always went in that direction. I didn't go in the other direction. I always had it in my brain. Like I want to do better. I don't want to be in the same position that my family was in because you know, the dark side of, of what I grew up in, because I'm so positive, a lot of my family have been in prison and they've been in jail. So I was always like, I never want to go down that route. I want to go the opposite route. And that's just how I did it, you know? So. Just, so you, just so you know, that's <laughs> how you did it. That's, like, very remarkable that, like, yeah. you actually inspire us. You're a large part of our conversations mm-hmm. in, in how we conduct our business because um, it doesn't matter where you come from or your background, but – you're a person and, and people can't treat people less than because of their job. Does that make of, sense? Like, of, of course. Yeah, of course. Like we all know of a mm. specific situation in our team where somebody treated um, uh, the dancers differently just because well, they were dancers. Multiple people did. Actually, yeah. multiple people did. Multiple right. people and did. We, uh. And we, we, we were, we hated that. But I'm sure that small team, and those are, you otherwise good people how often that must happen how you how often you must be judged for that like mm. like when you're dating girls oh like, yeah how, how do they handle the fact that like you're a dancer well first things first about the treating people i was always like raised always treats people with respect doesn't matter how much money you have or how much you don't have it's like at the end of the day that person has the same bones as you the same genetic structure that you have just because they probably have a different position doesn't mean that you treat them any differently you always treat people with respect just life i was just you know brought up that way to always treat people with respect and so now to go with the women is very tough you know with women but you know, because, you know, you, you can uh, agree. Sometimes women are cuckoo, you know? You know? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, girl, yeah, we know. We, we, yes, we've been in your life a long time. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, so to, to, be, to be honest, women are cuckoo, and I've been lucky. So this is a, a, another thing. My family is predominantly women. I'm the, like, the only boy in my family. So I grew up with a lot of women. You know, a lot of people probably thought I was gonna I was gonna be gay, but I didn't. I turned out that I learned a lot from them. And you know, growing up, you know, I always listened to what they were saying, like always be honest, always be truthful to these girls. And I use that even in in my career. Like I never lied to the women, so it, it helps in some in some what ways. Do you think about our relationship with like what do they think about us and you? They must family? yeah yeah. Like what do the people in your life think about other us? Well, if it's like a jealous girl and they don't understand, they're gonna be like, oh, you're, you're having sex with those women you know there's no reason why those ladies are having you this and that but it's all good but the people that like know they don't really care like there's a lot of people like in my family they're like oh my god i love those girls they're so amazing girls that are like moms and stuff like that or my family member like they go crazy oh my god they they tell me i saw cat on tv i'm like yeah okay you're like those are my (laughs) those are my real friends i don't just yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) are we friends huh I talk to you more than I talk to my friends. Are we friends? We have date every Friday we're, we're, we're BFS for <laughs> so I, I, Just one more thing I was thinking about is um, 
Uh, you, you know, I like how you say I was raised to, I was raised to look at everyone the same, but, but then when you say who was, you're like, I don't know, it's just raised that way. But uh, did, did you play basketball all the way through? So, so this is what happened. Um, uh, I was like, a, I was a fat kid growing up. So now you guys get like an insight of like why I work out so much. So I was a fat kid growing up. I was like playing video games, you know? Um, and then I believe it was like in the eighth grade, I started getting into, you know, playing sports and that was like an outlet for me. So the good thing about like sports and working out, there've been outlets to, for me to keep me focused. So that's what it was. So I started playing sports in, in high school and it led to college and it kind of, it kept me off the streets of doing anything that was going to be negative. And then when you're playing in those structures, like you have good coaches and stuff that are constantly trying to reinforce stuff into you, you know, of a positivity. So it helped. Like a lot of the stuff that you learn from these sports, believe it or not, it helps you in real life, like perseverance, not giving up, not quitting. And so I just took that same like attitude and what I've been through and just put it into my career of dancing. And that's why I've had so much success over other people that have like more talent or a better look because hard they, they work, have, right? Like you're a really hard worker. Like your work ethic is like pretty amazing. Yeah, people don't understand. Like they think like, oh my God, he's such a good dancer. Like you don't see me dancing in the mirror for hours. You don't see me practicing. You don't see me uh, getting a costume. You don't see me busting my ass on my diet and, 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 and my body. So when I go there, that's what you see, but you don't know what goes on behind it. So yeah. Romeo, uh, I have two things for you. One, I know you and Ryan want to start something. You should start mm. a podcast okay. and you should chronic your adventures in the <laughs> world and also your outlook on life because I think a lot of people <sighs> I think would listen to kind of like your house looks like so much fun it's just a fun <laughs> people just want to be the house mother there but the house mother the house mother <laughs> that's they want to sleep with all of you as the house mother <laughs> you guys make sure you're fed cook for you but I, I, who owns that house Okay, so uh, my my uh, mother and father figure, uh, my aunt, my uncle. So they raised me since I was young. So they're like my mother and my father. They own the house. They don't live here. They live in, in another house. So this is their rental property. And so I live in a part of the house. Ryan lives in another part. Other people live in other parts of the house. So it's like it's like sort of like a frat house, and it, it gets crazy sometimes. And you yeah. all you all pay rent to an uncle. Of course, yeah, we all and pay rent. But uh, how many kitchens are there? One, three. Oh, I so, want, oh, I want to, I want to a, live there for like a weekend. Romeo, I have another yeah. question for you. You know, yeah, I, I love all the questions, please. All the questions. Being, um, like being on the team, the, the tour team, mm -hmm. what was it like? I tried to explain backstage the best I could, but what was it like for you and backstage and was it fun? Oh yeah, it's 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 you you can't you can't express it in words. That's how fun it is. It's like it's like <laughs> it's so much emotions and alcohol yes. and just it, it, <laughs> I'm trying to explain it. It's like a clusterfuck, but a good way. It's just like music and <laughs> get out there. Okay, let's go. Okay, relax, 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 relax. We're gonna say okay, go go go. Okay, now relax. Okay, gotta go. See you guys. And it I all happens. Huh? Are you mic'd? And I'm like, oh god! I, <laughs> I, I just remember, like, we'll be backstage at some shows, and and uh, we might have like too much to drink, and everybody's getting nervous. Oh, I don't know the routines. I don't know the routines. <laughs> and then we're and then we're and then we're all talking to you backstage, and then we don't know. And then it's like, all right, guys, go, 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 go. And we're like, oh shit, you know. <laughs> Do you so remember we go out for dinner or we go for drinks, and all uh -huh. of 
we're like in a group and I really, I don't remember people staring, but I do remember what an odd group of people we must have looked like walking into like, Remember we met at like the the top of that bar, like the Empire State. Like, do you remember? All- was, I think it was Chicago. Yeah, in Chicago. That's what. No, it was. The New York. And we were like, we're just in town for. Like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Even met us. You know, a bunch of times. We don't know. If, uh, we don't know if we're dressed for it, and then we're like, I oh, will get you in. Don't worry. Uh, well, <laughs> it's like you got these muscular men coming in with these little white girls and it's just like what's going on here <laughs> that reek of like coconut oil or or whatever it is y'all just roll in i have to tell you something about tour um <sighs> you know because it was so great just so you guys all know the mm. whole team rides on a tour bus but the dancers uh, stay in hotels and they drive and they drive all day long and it's the one thing that like i always always have this feeling like i wished I understood that you guys are really big men and you're a lot of people. And, and some um, of you are louder than the others. Like you, well, you just, you, <laughs> yeah, you've got a lot of like, you know, a lot of presence and you take a, a lot of the most. Some of, the of people, you yell and don't talk. Yes. But <laughs> he's laughing his ass off. We didn't have beds and stuff. And, but like, I always kind of hated that you guys had to drive and we got to like sleep in the night. And I was like, I wish that we could pull something behind like a, like a portable, like apartment or like, <laughs> like a car, like a thing that you guys could be with us. Cause that was the one thing that I, that I didn't like. Well, about. It's that. really weird that you say that's not weird, but it was like when we, when it was like you were presented as someone who we could not interact with. Like you have to go here and you have to go there. You guys can't be like, you know, mm. this is not, and you know, and, and we're like, and we're like, what? It was so confusing to us that they kept trying to keep us apart and keep us apart in a way that was, and, and keep us apart in a way. Like it's like there was a team and then there were dancers. And I don't know how we began to become. Well, I also remember they used to say we'll put the dancers in a dressing room on another floor or we'll put them at the end of the hall. And mm-hmm. then they realized always put them beside <laughs> us. We want we're gonna- <laughs> No, you want the dancers right beside you, so the dancers yep. beside you, and like the DJs somewhere else. And we like, we were like, no, we want to be near them. We share the same kind of fun energy. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. 
Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. And we, like, pump each other off the page. That is true. I'm going to answer the question. So the first one is about the image. Like, <laughs> some of the towns, I, I, I say it's like country bumpkin, like a really white town. And so me, even me, I can probably pull it off if I, like, shave and got my little, like, floppy haircut. It's like, oh, he's probably, you know, he's integral, you know. But then we got, like, Nova. He's got, like, a, a hat on with glasses and a stethoscope and a hoodie. And then he's like, okay, who's this kid? And then always wore Nova always wore a stethoscope he was with, a with sunglasses everywhere doctor. he went. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. And then this is what makes it worse. So now we got 10. And 10, you guys know 10 is loud, but he's got like the biggest heart in the world, right? But if you don't know him, you're gonna think he's like a fucking like a robber or something. He's walking around with, with like a he's walking around with a do-rag, shades, a tank top, a 240 pounds of muscles. He's 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 got like a bulge walking in Walmart and it's like it's like yeah it's like these three just like yeah so it's like this three this crowd of three people walking and people are just looking at us like what the fuck is this and in every town that's what we got but I was just like uh oh, fuck it it's you know I rather people look at us than not look at us and then the second one is on the road I, I wouldn't change that for the world no matter what we went through like you know, uh, the driving situation is an experience that you can't take back. Driving on the road, seeing these different towns, these different, like, this is stuff that I was in history class. Like, wow, what's this town? I wish I can go there. And I'm like, oh, shit, I'm in Wisconsin. Okay, I'm in Nebraska. I'm in Florida. And you guys, I love you guys because you helped us out so much. Because in the beginning, there was, like, a little financial situation with the third party. So that's the reason why we were, like, four big guys in a little Honda Civic. But then afterwards, once it got comfortable, it was good. So so real real quick, as I said, um, the, the tour, like us on the road, it actually helped us because we bonded with each other so much. Because right. when you're when you're on the road, like you're in a car, it's but so many songs you can listen to, then you start talking and get to know people. Wow. You know, it, it was good. And now, I mean, tell them what tell them what you guys did. I want to hear the now, but what you guys used to pull over at the side Take off your shirts with the with the city sign. Uh, yeah, so remember, like we're we're kids from. I'm a kid from the ghetto. I grew up in New York. Like I really traveled, and dancing got me to travel to places I never could imagine. So I'm like a, a tourist. Whenever I got somewhere, and I was like, all right, we gotta take this sign. We got we gotta show where we're at. You know, it's you know. I love it. They took off their shirts, flex their muscles with the sign of the city in the back because it, it's exciting to have to travel. Mm-hmm. My. My son said to me, he's like, you are so lucky that because of your job, you get to travel all over. And, yeah. I'm, and I'm like, you're absolutely right. Like, I mean, I didn't go on a plane until I was like, you know, maybe in my teens. And I know mm-hmm. a lot of people will never go on a plane. So yeah. 
I have, I have people. I have people in my family and people in my neighborhood that they've never left like the Bronx. And so, right. for for people to do that, it's amazing. And to to answer Kat's question, me because of who I am, I'm a very nice person. I'm a very loyal person. So wherever I'm at, like I can't just leave somebody. A lot of people like they'll just be like, "Oh, fuck the situation. I'm gonna go and do what makes me happy." I mean, I was trying to look out for you very I, hard. I, I know. So as I said, I had to cross my T's and dot my I's and make sure everything was true. And then once I found out what the situation was, I was heartbroken because I'm emotional, <laughs> no matter how big I am. And I had to make the, the best decision that was best for us. And it wound up being the, the best decision overall. Remember, remember we got in a big fight, you and me. And then I walked in and I, and I looked at you and I'm like, snitches gonna get stitches. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> I remember, you know, and, then I was, you start, and I was so mad at you. And then you start uh, laughing and then I start laughing because I couldn't stay mad at you. Mm -hmm. And I was like, we were friends, Romeo. We were friends, you and me. And I, we, it was such drama backstage. And then we made up and we, we were, but, we played, yeah. But, but it's like what you say. So this goes back even deeper to like, you guys are saying, have you always been like that? You can ask anybody, ask all of my friends, my family, everybody. I don't know what it is. I don't know what gift I have, but it's rare that anybody is ever mad at me because I'm not a, like a mean person. I just want to be happy. I want to have fun. I want to have a good time. I'm always positive. And so usually if, if somebody has a situation with me, they're like, what did you do? I know Anthony Romeo would never do that. Like, no, what happened? What did you do? You had to have done something. And it was nothing against it, but like, it's just how I am. Everybody knows that. Like, no, nah, he's just a cool dude, you know? So... Um, so I just, I'm thinking, I'm looking at your body and I'm like, oh my gosh, like COVID has been very good to you <laughs> working out. So you are, I feel like you're like twice the size. Um, all these people that we see you work, uh -huh. I feel like they're, they're really making progress. They're, they're before and afters. Their I, bodies are I want, I want to do, I want to do weight yeah. at the end, but hold okay. on, are they paying you to train them? Of course. This is, this is a business. So I'm what happened? It depends. I have like a list. I can't tell you right now, but yeah, I've, been, yeah. I, I've been doing it with everybody, you know, because during this whole like quarantine pandemic, everybody's been doing like the virtual training. So, you know, I've been training, as you see, like I had like some moms. I've been training them, training like family members, training people who can't. And the people that come here, they are in close proximity and they want me to kick their ass. And Can they I ask get a question? It looks like it's going really well. Could you, is 20 minutes of weights enough to see a difference or does it have to be 30 for someone like us? No, it's, it's it's not about the the time. It's about like what you do after. <laughs> like, how's your diet? What are you doing? You know, we so. do like a cat, Matt, and Romeo challenge where we do like twenty. Like, we get all of our moms in, and we. Oh, I would I would love that. I would love to put all you guys in the Zoom, and I'm like, let's go, oh you guys, guys jumping jacks. Okay, let's let's talk about this offline because I I need someone. I need weight. I realize I need, or I'm gonna get lunch lady arms. Yours are getting way smaller, by the way. So no, no, let's. Listen, listen, you don't need weight. So I have the lady that I'm training. I think she had like a bag of rice. She had like a a, a, a resistance bag for her legs. And I'm like, all right, let's do. No, you for do, real. And, and she I, got have, I have a good butt. I just need to make sure I, it stays and good. I, Romeo, I do think a lot of our moms do have, and you're right, it could be a bottle of wine, but a lot of us have yeah. access to just a, a couple of weights. I mean, I see weights in my basement. I don't even know how they got there. Someone sent them to us. I see them. They're pink and purple. <laughs> I've never once touched them. My husband took them out of the box, set them up, and they've been sitting there. So I think we can do it. I think he's hinting to something. You don't, listen, you really don't need weights. I can get you guys doing jumping jacks, burpees, squats. It's about the intensity, but that's why I went to school for this. I'm the professional. I know, but you have to be easy on us, so yeah. we want to do it again. 
Of course. Like you said, so it, it's but so much I can kick your ass in 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. 20 we, minutes, yeah. I think a lot of women would sign up. We're gonna get we're gonna get a list going. And, and, I, and, and I will work out shirtless for, for all the people watching. So it'll be I like they can the other way, Romeo. And that, I, have see? Tell, I have to tell you, um uh what one thing I really like when I'm working out is when the person working out, like I've done it five times in my life, um, when the person reminds me how much more time I have left. I hate being like I have no idea where I'm at. <laughs> And they're going, and when they go, okay, we're going to do this for a minute. And then they go, okay, 26. Like, I really need okay. the countdown. That's important can, for my brain. Can, can I tell you guys a story so you guys can see how nice uh, of a stripper I am? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so since there's such a negative connotation on strippers, I did a party this Saturday, right? And I did the party, met up with the girls. They had a good time, right? And then now... Party's almost over. I'm asking the girl, okay, I need to pay. And she's like a little drunk. And I'm like, okay. So now she's got me in her bedroom and her friends are in the other room, right? And so she's talking to me and I'm thinking she wants to have a heart to heart. So I'm talking to her, you know, she's asking me questions like, so um, how can you do this? Like, how do you dance like this? Like, it's such a double standard for men and women. And I'm like, no, don't worry about it. You got this, right? And so she starts like approaching me and she gets real close. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> And then she's like, what happened? Are you nervous? I'm like, no, but we're not going to do this right now. And she's like, why? Well, are you okay? I was like, I'm good. I I'm, I'm good, sweetheart. I'm going to get out of here. And she got like so mad, like if I bruised her ego. And she said, oh, okay, no problem. All right. All right. You, it's so good. And I was like, okay. Uh, My number dropped right now. Imagine the opposite sexes. This happened. Yeah. And let me exactly so let me tell you so I, I me out of respect because I respect women and I know that she's drunk and I'm like we're not gonna do this I could if if this was like Romeo maybe eight years ago I would have did what I had to do you know <laughs> but I, I was like no we're not gonna do this and so I walked out talked to her friends and I left so now so you see how women are I was like let me listen in the door so now. I listened and I overheard the conversation in the door. And she's like, yeah, he didn't want to. I said, either you're going to give it to me or you're not going to give it to me, but let's not play any games. And so now I'm getting furious. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm like, she's, she's messing with like my brand, like making me look like a scumbag. So, and then I knock on the door and it gets quiet. And she's like, oh my God. And so the girl opens the, the girl opens the door and like, yes. And I'm like, listen, sweetheart, don't lie to your friends. All right. Tell them the truth. And they're like, oh my God. I, did you get Die. did you get paid oh yeah of course i got paid but it, it was more of an ego thing i'm like and and you know i even had to send the girl a text and i don't i don't need to do anything but i told her listen sweetheart i understand what you wanted but you you're a queen and we have to respect you at the end of the day even if you don't respect yourself i'm gonna respect you a podcast all of these stories yeah you know it's just like you you wanted me to disrespect you so you can put a negative connotation i'm like oh yeah he's a stripper i'm like no that just makes me every other guy i'm like no we're not gonna do it Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Come on. Romeo, wow. I, I, before we go, because we have to get ready for our late night live, which Romeo... Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> but I, I, want, I want to just say two things. Number one, you know... We started this relationship by fluke, and I mean this relationship by friendship. And uh, had we been on tour right now, you would be our DJ, and you would be the guy who. If you guys don't know, we turned him into our DJ. I think he turned himself into the DJ because his personality and his stage presence, <laughs> positive and fun. We realized that this is what our ladies need, and everyone loves around you. So it yes. was, it was that was a crazy transition. We got him a laptop. To, he had never <laughs> spun a beat in his life. <laughs> I'll learn anything. I can figure it out. So we go and buy him a laptop. Are you getting better? Are you going to be a good DJ when we get out of here? Of course. Yeah. Like, listen, everything I I do is it's like what you guys had to see me when I first started dancing. I was pretty bad. It was like two left feet, no rhythm, and I like, oh my god, you're such a good dancer. And I'm like, yeah, it was bad, you know. But you just you just practice. That's it. And I, I, you're, yeah, get practicing DJing because it sounds like we could be doing something uh, in the holiday season. Yeah, in, like oh. a schedule Christmas show. Like, ho- like casinos. So you, and that's a big crowd, and you know that crowd, and that's a hard crowd to tame, but a fun crowd. Um, I was born ready. Remember Calgary? <laughs> Who? Calgary, yes. They, would, they were on their chairs, and they wouldn't get off. It was so loud. They were, like, uh-huh. raging. It was so outrageous. But, um. <laughs> Yeah, I, the fact that you went, I mean, that's a whole other story, how you started off as a dancer and worked your way up to the lead <laughs> on stage, right? Did, were your friends like, what the fuck? Uh, no, I mean, everybody kind of, like, that's, that's the thing about me. Everybody knows that I'm always, like, trying to do something, like, bigger and different, you know? It's just, like, that. that's what I do, you know? I have to say one more story. We went for a run at what yeah. we, I, I used to try to get Romeo. Romeo used to be like, let's go, let's work out, and we, and like, <laughs> And that we would go do something because this day it was a two a day show. Right. So there was a yeah. lunch show and there was a nighttime show and there was hours in between and they were all antsy to get out. Oh my God. I just hadn't seen, hadn't seen, I was tired. I'm like, I need to go do something. So <laughs> I'm raining. I have a full face of makeup. There's people everywhere drunk that are our fans. And so we kind of have to avoid them. Not for any other reason than when, when women are drunk, it's like a gong show and you don't want to be rude because they're not making sense. And they're just like, <laughs> we have to, we all, it, I mean, we have to believe it, but it's, they're not in the right mind. They get mad at you a little bit. You know? Oh, and uh, I, I'm exactly the same way. If I had seen, seen my girl crush, you know, and you're kind of like, oh my God, I don't know what to say right now. Anyways, we go for a run. We're taking turns, like going down alleyways and we, we kind of are going down this, this place. And I'm like, can we walk? Cause you know, it had been a while. And Romeo's like, we're not stopping here. This is a fucking shitty part of town. Keep moving. He's like, I don't get scared, but I'm fucking scared. I'm like, Oh my God. We There's an arrest going down shit everywhere. And Romeo's like, uh-huh. stop. I'm like, I am dying Romeo. And he's like, move. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. We were running in the rain. I remember in uh, Minneapolis. Yeah, yeah. You guys were wet. 
And I'm like, can you protect me? He's like, we're not stopping here. I'm like, okay. <laughs> no, there's so many memories. And honestly, I feel like, um, number one, we're definitely going to figure out how to do workouts with Rope Cat Nat. No, no, I am figuring it out. It just, I'm like, this is what I need to do. Number two, we need to come back and do backstage stories. I was yeah. going to this needs to be, this is going to, this is part one. Like we I have think to cover Chicago. We have to cover so Lexi's fun. home, small town, York PA in that small dressing room. And they yep, get, yep, I remember. We have to talk about the drama that went down backstage. We have uh -huh. to talk about, oh, I mean, it's pretty funny. Yeah, some of it. Like in hot, I mean, <laughs> Okay. Yeah, so, so listen, so you guys can understand what I go through. You guys know that I don't really drink that much, only because of you girls. So my life is dealing with drunk women all the time, and I'm not drunk. So I'm just like, what the fuck? So oh, what do you guys deal with? I'm so used to it. I'm just like, yeah, okay. Oh my I God. actually, I actually want to. I want to do a po a podcast or something with you, and I want, I want you to think in your head right now of, and or maybe they're at the top of your head, and we can't do it now, but. Story, the most outrageous stories that you can tell us of what has happened at the oh. private parties. Save it. It's going to be amazing. I love this. Okay. Something that we would never well, know. So that's yeah. what you should be podcasting about. The okay. Stories. Just like yeah, but we, we we don't know who to target, but we'll talk about it. We don't know if we want to target the guys. We want to target the ladies. You know. You know what? Your audience is everybody. It doesn't okay, matter. Cool. It is. It's like there's a huge podcast. Um, by uh oh god there are two girls it's like drunk girl like it's some podcast yeah. always like number three on apple's um, thing and i i think it's just it's storytelling i think everyone listens to storytelling and your stories are outrageous i think guys would be intrigued by what goes on and i think girls are intrigued by you and you know like i think it's i think it's quite remarkable what you guys could do okay we're gonna get it on the on the ball and rolling Love you get it. it on the ball rolling. We'll and we'd love tonight. to be a guest on your podcast, by the way. <laughs> and you also don't have to have guests. Just get it up there. And we've got to think of a snappy. We do three a week. One includes a guest. Two of them don't. Okay. We'll, we'll talk about it. You know how you know our relationship. You know how we do. You know how we'll we do. We do some chit-chats in the DM. We do some chit-chats. All right. Well, um, we'll see you tonight. I saw, your, you? I saw your balls last oh, week. Oh, yeah. Thanks for your balls. You also said <laughs> with Nat, not me. But I Nat knows the reason why because I, I, I fire you. I fire hey, you. We, we were we were born naked. I'm just uh, going into my natural form. Okay. She goes. <laughs> she goes. I go. I know why. She goes. Yeah, because if he wasn't good, I'd fire him. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We we're known to kick people out of the bed, so it's good. To <laughs> I've got lower standards. Well, well, listen, it's not for, for you guys. There's so many women in all these little towns. They need to see a ball or two, you know? Why, why can't I? <laughs> it's the best. Honestly, <laughs> I often forget. And then the next morning, like, someone reminds me, like, this kind of my favorite thing. It just pops out of nowhere. It was so close to the camera. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When when the girls DM me, like, oh, my God, you made my night. I'm like, thank you. That's, that's That ball sack really got you good, you know? I ask is tonight, are you going to be beside Ryan? I don't know. He's upstairs. I, I don't know. He, Ryan is. He's uh, yeah. He was happy with me last week. Oh, right. That was last week. I forgot. Um, but if 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 you are able to be together, that's great. And if you could be in a lit place where it's a better angle, because your bodies are better than what we're seeing. You guys go in the dark, and you're coming from here, always a bit higher. It, it, it'll shadow your abs and your pecs better. Okay. Deal. Deal. We'll, we'll get light, light, and, and a nice angle. We gotta get him. We gotta get you a tripod. 
Let's go. No, to I, I, I have to get a tripod and one of those uh the ring lights, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. You know what? We're, we're gonna, gonna come. We're set gonna up a studio. We're in gonna that house. we're gonna buy you one. I'm gonna get it sent. Send me your address on text, and we'll I'm send sending you what you need. All right, ladies. I love you, ladies that love listen her. to the podcast. 